Hello again, beautiful beings, and welcome back to another Expand podcast with yours truly, Elizabeth April. So today I'm going to do something a little bit different. Instead of teaching, I actually just want to explain and go into detail about some really cool experiences that I've had in this lifetime. So I want to talk about many things today, and I also have a lot of experiences to share. So even though I'm 26 years old at this time in this incarnation, I have not only lived many lifetimes on and off this planet, but I have had many experiences in my short 26 years that has really allowed me to tap into other worlds, other realms, other places, other dimensions, other vibrations, which really allows me to have a full type of human experience. So today I'm going to be talking about a lot of my non-physical experiences. So I'm going to be going in chronological order, starting from my first astral projection into my family cat, actually. Then I'm going to be talking about the first alien abduction that I've ever had. I'm going to then talk about my first ever past life regression at the age of 16. And then I'm going to be talking about the first time I was ever able to control my astral travel at the age of 18. And then I'll finish it off with my first ever lucid dream, once again at the age of 18. So there are so many things to talk about. I decided for this podcast, this experiential podcast, to just focus on my firsts. You know, so the first in every aspect of spirituality, especially since a lot of my clients and a lot of the people out there have been having a lot of their own first experiences uh, with spirituality and with the non-physical energy. And you know what? I teach a lot. But I don't always explain how I'm able to receive that information or how I'm connected to spirituality through my own experiences. So this will be a different podcast, but I think that you will really, really enjoy this podcast. So let's start with my first ever alien abduction. Now, I have to just preface with the fact that I wasn't consciously aware of the abductions that I went through when I was younger. And I'm, you know what, I'm glad that I was not aware of my abductions when I was younger because I was already a weird kid. I didn't want to be any weirder. So I'm actually really thankful I wasn't that UFO alien girl when I was a kid because I'm going to be that alien girl for the rest of my life. So I'm really thankful that those memories came later on. And it was actually three years ago at the age of, I think, around 24, where I got my first hypnosis regression session. And I let this hypnosis therapist know that there were memories that I knew I had blocked out from childhood. I felt like I only remember clips of childhood and I couldn't remember all of it. And so I had a feeling, uh, and it could have been anything, but I was open to understanding, you know, what was blacked out 
from childhood. So at the age of 24, I went back into childhood and, you know, she took me into this very, very deep trance-like state where I was able to release and let go of my ego, of my mind, of my present state of being. And then she told me to go back to the very first time that I had a memory relapse, and that's the way that she called it. So I did, of course. I go back, and I go back to the age of four, four years old, and I get this image. It's almost like clear as day, and instead of me being my four-year-old self in the image, I had two different perspectives. One was me at four, and the other was this really odd third-person viewpoint into my life. So it was like I was in my bedroom, but I wasn't my four-year-old self. It was almost like I was, I was floating around in the bedroom and just observing the scene, right? So I had a first-hand view of things, and I had an objective third-party observation view as well. So I thought that was really interesting to begin with, that I could really tap into either state of, of being in that moment. So all of a sudden I'm being, you know, put into this hypnosis. I'm going back to the age of four and I'm put back into my room, my childhood bedroom. I remember the bed that I had and all of a sudden all these memories start flooding back. And, you know, I had, what was it, these teddy bears that were in tutus as a wallpaper right at the top of the, the ceiling, right? So all these like very finute details come back to me about my room and, you know, the placement of my bed. And, and so it was at nighttime and I was sleeping. It was clearly in the middle of the night. And all of a sudden there was this really bright flash of light. And I actually consciously remember this uh, when I was a kid. I remember seeing this bright flash of light uh, right outside my window. And, you know, I didn't really think anything of it as a kid, but I didn't remember anything after that bright flash of light. But I specifically remember the blinds that I had and the way that the light looked coming in between the blinds. I thought that was just very interesting. And so in this hypnosis session, you know, there's this bright flash behind the blinds. And in that moment, there was two short little gray alien beings who appeared in my room beside my bed. And so I'm kind of, you know, getting up in a haze. And I see these two short beings um, beside my bed. And they telepathically speak to me. So without words, they're speaking to me in my mind. And now in this moment when I'm four, I can also feel all of the feelings that I was feeling um, at that age as well. And the feelings were definitely uh, fear and shock. It's definitely something that I'd never really seen before in that lifetime. But at the same time, I felt this overwhelming sense of calm and even validation like it felt like it felt it felt like I knew them but I didn't know where that feeling was coming from and so they telepathically speak to me they knew my name they said Elizabeth we would like you to come with us and 
at first I'm like, I don't know. I don't like, I don't know. Like, you know, my parents told me don't go, go, go anywhere with strangers. And so my first reaction was no. And they told me very calmly, they said, you don't have to come with us, but we want to show you something and you're going to be safe. Right. And they gave me this really overwhelming sense of love when they told me this. And so I got out of my bed. My hair was a mess. I remember the pajamas that I was wearing. It might have been winter because they were very um, fleecy pajamas. And I get out of my bed, and now I'm standing beside them. And I and I see this image of me standing beside them. Then, you know, at that point, I'm in first-person view. Now I'm in the little body of my four-year-old self. And I remember very distinctively that I was looking up to them, right? So even though there were these short little grays, I was still so small that I was looking up to these short grays. And they, one of them reached out their hand. And they said, you know, go ahead and take my hand. And I did. And I remember feeling, even just viscerally feeling the skin of this this alien being. It wasn't warm like humans, but it wasn't super cold like you would touch a snake, you know. But but the skin was very smooth, absolutely hairless. I remember looking at four fingers instead of five. And so I took this being's hand. I, I, I lifted up my arm to take their hand. And in that instant, we... I guess teleported to to a ship. Uh, I don't know how exactly we ended up getting to the ship because even in the hypnosis session, I it was almost like we were in the room the one moment and then we were in the ship the next. I don't remember getting beamed up. I don't remember the time in between. I just remember from one to the other. And then when I was in this ship, um, I was looking at this scene of where we kind of teleported into this giant room, almost like an auditorium, and the room was full of other children. And so there was, you know, maybe even close to a hundred kids. And it was kind of interesting to witness because they were all very clearly taken in the middle of the night. They were all in their pajamas. All of their hair was, you know, this way and that way. To my surprise, they were all extremely attentive to the teacher who was at the front of the room. And they were also all different ages. Some were five years old, you know, some were 12 years old, and they were all in the same class, which you didn't typically see in school. And so there was this teacher at the front of the room. The teacher was a tall gray, right? So kind of like the gray beings that picked me up, but much taller. And it looked like there was a giant chalkboard at the front of the room, but it was more or less like kind of like a projector or a TV screen, and the chalk was just his finger. So he would actually draw and write on the board, um, but it was kind of all electronic. I don't know. And so I'm sure at four years old, I had no idea what was going on. At 24, I definitely kind of perceived that in a way that was, oh yeah, okay, that's a, you know, technology, right? Instead of a chalkboard. So it was really cool. They they continued to do, you know, a couple of different tests on me to see what my cognitive ability was to put me in the right classroom. Now, before I go any further, I just wanted to just plant the seed there in that experience. I mean, I could talk for hours about that particular experience. And I have spoken about that experience on other platforms like uh, YouTube and Facebook. So I definitely highly recommend that you check out YouTube and you check out uh, my first abduction at four years old. And I go into telekinesis and being taught by another teacher and 
and all of that. So if you want to continue that story, which I'm sure you do, um, definitely check out that video in YouTube. But I wanted to move on. I wanted to move on to my first astral projection into a cat. Now, I truly believe that after these experiences being abducted by aliens, by the greys as a kid, and being taught in what I like to call Earth school, I was taught about vibrational frequency, I was taught about quantum physics, I was taught about consciousness, I was taught about humans, you know, it was really cool. And I was abducted, I think about, what was it, like five, five or six times between the age of four years old and 13 years old, and I was taken to the school. I think that that really opened up my psychic and spiritual abilities. So I was able to um, speak to my guides. I was able to see ghosts and spirits when I was a kid as well. And a couple of other kind of weird things that I was very connected to. And one of these things was the ability to astral project. Now, of course, when I was four years old, I didn't call it astral projecting. I actually, you know, didn't call it anything. (laughs) I just, I thought it was kind of cool. I distinctively remember, once again, around the age of four, maybe five years old, being in the basement of my original childhood home, and we had a cat that was uh, dark brown, very fluffy, like a long-haired, fluffy, dark brown cat, and the cat's name was Lucy, so cute, and the one day I was just watching Lucy, uh, the cat, Um, just do her thing, just walking around, you know, looking at all the things, jumping on counters, you know, rubbing her face in corners and things like that. And in that moment at four or five, I wondered, you know, is it possible to experience that? Like, is it like, what would it be? What would it be like to be a cat? I had that thought and instantly I hop, I don't even know, you know, it was just like this thing that happened. I'm like, hmm, I wonder what it's like to be Lucy. And then in that instant, I hop into the body of my cat, no word of a lie. And all of a sudden, I'm I'm like really low to the ground. Um, I remember walking around on all four like paws or all four legs, uh, super interesting. And what I remember the most about that moment was uh, rubbing... (laughs) It's going to sound weird, but rubbing my face on the corner of, like, it was like the bathroom corner. Uh, And it was just a corner of the wall. And I remember this because it literally felt so good. And it was like, it was like the feeling of scratching an itch that you didn't even know that you had, right? And so I felt what it felt like to be this cat. I didn't jump on anything at that time. I was just kind of popping into the body, rubbing my face all over something, and then back into my body. Um, and I thought that was really cool. And I, I, and I didn't have to be regressed in order to remember that. that. That's a memory that has stuck with me for quite some time. And I know that other channelers and other people also have the ability to hop in to other people's bodies and even hop into inanimate objects to receive the download or the vibration from that object or that person. Since then, I don't think I have hopped into any other living thing. Um, Maybe once in a while I've hopped into, you know, the body of a tree, but definitely no other animal or... Uh, or human have I hopped into, especially humans. It's just, you need a permission to do that. But I thought that that was really interesting. So then I want to move on to my first ever past life regression. 
I was the age of 16. I was going through a really dark phase in my life. I was really questioning everything, really unhappy with with life in general, um, really unsatisfied with things, kind of thinking that I was crazy a lot of the time. And my dad suggested to me that I do something called a past life regression. And for those of you who don't know what this is, it's basically kind of like hypnosis. It's taking someone into a trance-like state where they're able to let go of their ego, their attachment, their perception, so that they are able to experience simultaneous time, so that they are able to, with guidance, tap into um, past lives, right? Their Akashic records. And so this is what my dad did in university. He took some sort of past life regression course, which is pretty cool. So he was the one who took me into a trance-like state to allow me to experience myself in other lifetimes. And so I went into about five lifetimes when he um, past life regressed me. I only want to talk about one lifetime in particular. And I'll only talk about really one major clip that I got of this lifetime. And so it was this moment where I had then gone through four lifetimes. I had understood that it's possible to be incarnated in any location in the world, in any culture, speaking any language, and in any body, including both male and female. So I was breaking through a lot of my own limitations at such an early age in understanding that anything is possible and there is no such thing as an end. So the very last lifetime that I went into, which was also the most impactful at that time that I went into, was a lifetime where I was within the ancient Mayan or ancient Aztec uh, civilization. And I was a shaman, you could call me, I guess, um, in that lifetime. So I would do a lot of like incantations and rituals, a lot of meditation, a lot of channeling, and I would relay information. And so it was really cool. Um, You know, I could go into the whole lifetime, but I, you know, it's, it's a lot of time. But basically, they ended up finding me and, and they being, I guess, the, the hierarchy of that civilization. They were looking for another shaman. And it was very similar to kind of like the Dalai Lama. They were looking at children who were born at a certain time who had a particular gift. So they tested me and they asked me to pick objects out. They asked me to intuitively choose which basket had a snake in it. You know, so they really tested my intuitive ability at around the age of eight years old. They determined that I was the next shaman and that I was to go to the temple and study. And this is what I did. Um, You know, I meditated for a very, very long time in that lifetime in order to gain access to the abilities that I had. And I basically had the ability to channel information from the universe. So I was really, you know, kind of in my blissful state. So I decided that I didn't want to take on an apprentice because... I just wanted to basically be free and to receive the information that I needed and to allow others to be on their own path and expand at their own rate. So the very last image that I got when I was in this past life regression at the age of 16 was me as this Mayan shaman 
And I, I'm walking into a room that is at the top of, I guess, a pyramid-type structure. It's a pyramid, but it has a very flat roof on the top. It was one of those. So it kind of went up as a pyramid. It has stairs at the front of it. But the top of it was just completely flat. And there was this, this room at the top of the pyramid that was really dark, so it must have been nighttime. It looked like there was candles or fire, there was something burning in the room, but it was still very dim, dimly lit room. And as I walk into this room, I see about nine other monks or shamans that are there at the top in this room, and they are all sitting in cross-legged position around a circle. And it's very clear that there's one spot left in this circle. And just intuitively, I knew at that time in my life that that spot that was left was the spot for me. So I walk into this room, I sit down in my spot in the circle, and I look up. And as I look up, I notice that the flat roof of the pyramid, it was kind of like a, yeah, like a, yeah, like a rectangular or square flat roof, was actually completely open. So there was, it looked like there was a giant um, rectangle that was cut out of the flat roof so that we were all sitting cross-legged in a circle right below the stars. So it was like the open sky of this pyramid. It was really, really cool. And so I sit down, I look up, I connect with the stars, I go back, you know, I, I look back down, I close my eyes, and the weirdest thing happens. The second I close my eyes, I can feel my energy as this male shaman. I can feel my soul move out of my body, going into the center of the circle, and then each and every one of their souls go out of their body, we all join our souls together. Now there's 10 of us. We all join our souls together in the center as one acting entity. And we shoot ourselves into the center of the universe. Now it's really interesting because when I was 16 and I was going through this past life regression and I was seeing that, the second that I connected with those other shamans and we shot ourselves into the center of the universe to receive information to bring back to our people and eventually that information would be carved on these big boulders in our society, I was not able to see the visuals that I was receiving as that shaman. So as the shaman, I was receiving all of these visuals and connections and probably seeing aliens as well, you know, in that realm. But as a 16-year-old, I was unable to get a clear picture on, you know, what that what I was connecting to. But I did, however, get this overwhelming feeling of oneness within the universe. And I just start bawling. I just start crying and crying and crying. Like my my 16-year-old self was just crying. And so my dad stopped and he's like, are you okay? And I said, yes. I said, it's just so beautiful. Like, this is amazing. You know, I just, I couldn't even comprehend it. It was so incredible. And, and, and that was it. And that was my first ever past life regression um, where I started to really open up and realize that there was so much else out there and there was so much else that was possible. And once again, I discovered and realized that I was back 
in this lifetime, in this incarnation, to do something very similar, to once again receive information from the universe and to translate it in a way that can actually shift and change and upgrade the consciousness of humanity. So it's really cool. Have an incredible rest of your week, everyone. I am sending you all love and good vibes. Be sure to check out my Instagram, YouTube, Facebook platforms. Have a beautiful and wonderful and amazing rest of your week.